Happy Friday, everyone. In today's episode, we'll be talking about faith-based decision-making. What can you do to help yourself to make better decisions and make sure that they are aligned with what God wants for you and for your team? Let's do it. As Christian women in leadership, we often find ourselves struggling with the balance between implementing faith-based leadership principles and the worldly perspectives of our colleagues and team members. You once felt passionate about leadership, but have often come up against people with fixed mindsets who are unwilling to change. You feel like giving up and stepping out of your leadership role because is it really worth it? Friend, you're in the right place. Here we're not only going to talk about the challenges, we're going to tackle them head on with a faith-based approach that's both practical and empowering. So, if you're ready to transform your leadership journey, to set boundaries that make a real impact, and to create a workplace culture where both you and your team can thrive, then join me in uncovering the strategies, wisdom, and godly guidance that will lead you to success. I'm Rekha Whelan, and welcome to the Woman of Faith in Leadership podcast. Together, we're going to navigate leadership with faith as our foundation. Let's get started. Grab your coffee or water, keep that notebook and pen handy, and let's jumpstart your leadership. I'd like to start this episode with a review from H.C. Edwards. It reads, Workplace Health Gem. As a previous HR professional, I find Rika's guidance refreshing and informative. Workplace culture can be a huge influence for your professional outcomes. This podcast helps break down some simple but effective ways to address some things that can influence that or it. Looking forward to hearing more from your show. Thank you, H.C. Edwards. Much appreciated. Now, as well, before we start this episode, I've got some exciting news. The podcast has hit over 1,000 downloads. That is very, very exciting. We're actually on 1065 so that's awesome and to celebrate I am having a giveaway so I'm giving away one person I'm I'm giving one person the opportunity to win access to my new course from conflict to collaboration as well as a one-on-one coaching session with me so the link can be found in the podcast description but it is basically bit.ly forward slash October 2023 giveaway anyway the link will be in the description as well for you to click on there I will also make sure that I put the link on women of faith in leadership.com now when it comes to decision making we want to know that we are doing the right thing and sometimes we have to make an on-the-spot decision and it's like we feel confused and we just do not know what to do I'd like to share something that has really helped and supported me during my leadership journey. And it might seem simple, but it is something that I just cannot recommend enough. And it's prayer. Now, you might say, I already pray, but I'm not seeing or getting a breakthrough when it comes to those faith-based decision-making. When I'm praying, I'm specifically asking God for wisdom, knowledge, insight, and discernment in that particular situation or in a meeting. So I pray this before every meeting, before every coaching session, and even before my day starts, because I just really want God's wisdom in everything I do. It's just something that I strive for. It's something that I want. And basically, I just want to make the right decisions, not only in my professional life, but also in my personal life. You know, yesterday I drove to see a client, 
And I was feeling a little bit nervous or just a little bit apprehensive for some reason. I'd seen this client before, not quite sure why I was feeling like that. But I just prayed that God would give me exceptional wisdom. So I this was a little bit different because usually I pray just for wisdom, knowledge, and insight and discernment. But yesterday, I just really it would it just really pressed on my heart. I said to Lord, I said to him, God, I just today I feel like I need exceptional wisdom, knowledge, and insight from you. Because I'm feeling a little bit nervous and I'm not quite sure, I can't pinpoint exactly why that is, but I just really need that um, today. And he really, really, really came through. And, you know, I'm not surprised, but it is always just a nice, nice thing to say, to say that, you know, you trusted, you trust God for, for this and then he comes through. And in particular, the reason or something specifically that I was praying, I just forgot to say that, but something specifically that I was praying as well is that he would help me to say the right thing and not to say anything that could incriminate me or my business in the future. And this is a reality, you know, in any consultation or coaching business, if you have that, you know, people can take your word and they can they can turn it around and say that you said that but you meant another thing and you know since I became more and more aware of that I realized that I really need God's guidance in everything I do because you know a client now might agree with what you say but you don't know in the future if that's still going to be the way they feel and that kind of, that works as well from a leadership employee perspective because you might say something to your employee today, but then tomorrow they come back and they feel offended by it. They've had some time to think about it, and now they feel offended by it. So this this 100% has happened to me before. We, we had a good conversation, and then the next day they come back and they feel like I, I did or said the wrong thing. So, yeah, I just really, really encourage you to pray before every meeting to just, and specifically, pray for wisdom knowledge and insight and then as an additional you can also pray for discernment and I'm going to talk a little bit more about discernment in not the next episode but the number uh, number 21 where we're going to talk about spiritual gifts in the workplace and spirit of discernment is a spiritual gift however you can also ask God to give you discernment in a situation and this is really how Lots of times if I've got I've asked God for discernment, I I know if someone's lying to me or not because He's given me that spirit of discernment and I know what is truth because God is truth. And if somebody does not speak truth, then you know it. You just know it, but there's no way for you to not know it. If you have prayed for God to give you this, that um this spirit of discernment and He gives it to you, and, and it's so amazing because God just wants us to be with him in everything in every single thing that we do. He wants us to be with him. He wants us to trust him and he wants us to have a journey with him. Just as much as in your personal faith-based life, he also wants you to have a journey with him in your workplace. Now, in addition to praying, God gave me or God gave us a conscience and we also receive the Holy Spirit. So if you have not prayed yet to receive the Holy Spirit, this is definitely something that you can do. You can ask God for the Holy Spirit to come and live inside of you and to guide you every single day. And this is just an additional way that you can tell whether you are making the right decision or not. So how does that work? Okay, well, I remember when I was working in a children's church, 
um, I was a leader in the children's church for the three to five year old group. And the children's pastor at that time had explained, you know, using the Holy Spirit and your conscience for faithful, basically for faith-based decision making. And although it was such a, it's an illustration for children, I still hold on to that to this day. And I just explained it to somebody else the other day and it just makes sense. So this is how she explained it. When you are making the right decision, we feel a sense of supreme peace within us. However, when we are making the wrong decision, we feel a storm inside our bodies. It's like an uncomfortableness that just can't be explained. That, in essence, is the Holy Spirit trying to guide you. And if we accept that, we accept that this peace that we're feeling is the peace of the Lord that's upon us when we make a decision, or when we're feeling that storm or uncomfortable and uneasiness within us, then we know that, okay, there's something here that maybe you need to go and pray about it first. Maybe you need to go and try and understand the circumstances surrounding that decision and ask God to show you what is it about that decision that isn't right. Is it the timing? Is it the actual decision itself? Is it components of the decision? But something in that decision is not right and the Holy Spirit is trying to warn you by giving you that feeling of uncomfortableness or like a storm that's like brewing inside your body. The next thing you can do is you can seek counsel from others. So this is a biblical principle where you can seek the counsel of others and you can ask them to pray with you as well about your decision. It's always a good idea to gain perspective from others because they are out of the situation and if you ask them for their opinion, they're going to give it to you and it will just prompt you to think about the situation differently because sometimes when we're in a situation, we can only see the situation for itself, for the for what it is in face value. But when we remove ourselves from the situation or we seek the counsel from others, we can see from the outside in. So that is definitely something that I would highly recommend as well, is seeking counsels from other. And if that is, whether that is a parent or a spiritual leader in your church or a friend or a cousin or an aunt or an uncle, whoever that might be for you, definitely someone to rely on that you can just ask to help you, number one, pray. Not to give you the answer because I think, you know, when we have to make decisions in our, specifically in our professional life, I think we have to make those decisions. We can't have other people make those decisions for us. However, they can guide us and make us think and maybe even prompt us with questions as to, you know, which way are you thinking and what way should you go. The other thing I like to do actually is sleep on a decision. So sometimes, you know, I, you know, you have to make a decision, but you just, you're in two minds, you just can't make it up. Time. Basically, sleeping on it is giving that decision time, which is the best thing. Tomorrow morning, who knows? You might feel differently about the, about that decision. So sleeping about a decision is always a good idea as well. If you're not sure the night, don't make a decision when you're tired. That is not a good idea because our decision-making skills are impaired when we're extremely tired. So if you're very tired, especially then at work for the day because you've not had a good night for some reason. I mean, the night before last, my children were up five times. So I was very, very tired <laughs> yesterday and potentially not a very not in a very good space to make good decisions. But I'm, I was okay. I think I'm kind of used to my kids getting up that much. 
um, unfortunately they do that's and that's a whole nother story altogether maybe for a parenting podcast one day <laughs> but yeah just don't make any decisions when you're exhausted and when you're feeling that tired because your decision making skills will be impaired so just give it time sleep on your decision and then see how you feel about it tomorrow morning okay now these are all things if you have time to think about your decision okay but often in a business environment, you have to make a decision on the spot. And then that can be really, really, really tricky because you're not going to have time to go away and sleep on it or, you know, seek counsel from others. People are looking to you to make a decision. So if you have the opportunity, you can quickly excuse yourself to the bathroom maybe, and then you can go and pray there. You don't have the opportunity to excuse yourself quickly to your office or to wherever that you know bathroom might not be the most comfortable space for you but it is a good excuse to get out then and you have to make that decision right there and then then what I'm gonna say to you is the following trust the knowledge and the skills that you have already gained okay then because you you were employed in your role for a reason right because you had knowledge and because of maybe because of your qualification or because of some expertise that you bring to the team so trust yourself and say a micro prayer in your head god help me with this decision i really need your help right now and then just make the decision and never ever ever go against your personal values always stick to your values as a christian if the decision that you're making goes against your values then again, that is an, a red flag. It's a warning sign that you shouldn't go ahead with that decision. So on the spot decisions, I would say trust your knowledge and your skill. Fall back on that. But then also say a micro prayer and ask God to help you with this decision right now. Okay, so then let's move on to the next thing, which is what if you made the wrong decision? So you've, 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 no, you've slept on it, you've sought counsel, you... You, you prayed, you did all the things um, that you had to do. If it was an on-the-spot decision, you trusted yourself, but you still made the wrong decision. What now? Well, what I would do is I would reflect on it, and I would go and have a look at that decision. Why was it the incorrect decision? How are you feeling in the moment when you were making that decision? And if you had supreme peace when you were making that decision, then go and ask God to show you exactly why why was that why did you make that decision but also reflect on that so you know you you're going to reflections always a great way go and write down exactly what happened to the lead up to the decision what happened during the decision and what happened after the decision because sometimes the, the decision is correct however what happens after the decision makes the decision incorrect so yeah, and an example of that is, for you know, you, you have to employ someone. Let's say you're really struggling with staffing and you have to employ a new staff member. But there's some red flags with that application and, you know, that the HR manager has brought to you. But you think, okay, no, that's fine. I think I can work with this person. I'll be able to train that person up. And it'll be fine, you know, I, I'm just so desperate for staff, I'm going to employ this person, it'll be fine. And you've got peace over it, because you know that you are going to work with that person. But then what happens after is, let's say the HR manager then goes behind your back, or something else happens, 
And then that ends up being a really bad decision. So let's say, for example, the HR manager then goes and speaks to your line manager and basically says, no, you know, this person made a really bad decision. We cannot employ this person, X, Y, and Z. So that's a really silly example, but that's one that I could think of that's that's kind of happened to me before. And yeah, it just it, it makes you feel and look like a fool because you thought that, no, that it's the right decision, you know, definitely the right decision, but then ultimately it ends up being the wrong decision. There's another thing I just remembered actually that I can mention as well. And it was an employee who was really just struggling with her performance. And I was working really, really, really hard with her on her performance. And she was very committed to improving on her performance, but she just showed that she wasn't making any progress. So I made the decision that I think we needed to terminate her. I had support from my line managers, but I slept over that decision because I knew it was going to be a really big deal. You know, terminating someone on those grounds, she was still in a probation period, so that was going to be okay. But I knew that it would be detrimental to that person. My decision would really affect that person. So the next day I came back to my line manager and I said, okay, you know, I've changed my mind. Let's not terminate her. Let me just give, let, just give me six more weeks with her. My line manager was very gracious and supported me in that decision. But six weeks later, I had to terminate her because she was making absolutely no progress. And, you know, in that I really felt very silly and foolish and as if, you know, I'd, I felt like I just made bad decision upon bad decision upon bad decision. However, what I learned from that is that instead of making quick decisions and then running them by my line manager, which I did, you know, I should rather have just waited, sought counsel first, and instead of saying we need to terminate her, potentially I should have asked counsel of how I can work with that person. And instead of flip-flopping between my decisions the whole time, which ultimately just made me look like a fool, you know, I, I definitely should have sought some further support and help, not only from my line manager, but potentially from another leader. And, you know, not disclosing any confidential information, but just saying, hey, I've got the situation. What do you think I should do? What would you do if this was you? So look, we're all human. We are going to make mistakes. And unfortunately, that is just part of being human being. And so if you made the wrong choice, then just dust yourself off and try again, come back again and just try again. Get up, try again. Fall down, get up, try again. That's it. It's as simple as that. And I know sometimes it is really hard to dust ourselves off, but it is important. Okay, so just to sum up, number one was pray about it. You pray about your decision. Number two is listen to what God or the Holy Spirit is trying to say to you. And that's that feeling inside your body, the peace or the storm. Number three, ask others for counsel. Four, sleep on it. Then make the decision. And then after the decision, reflect on your decision and see if it was the right decision. Why was it the right decision? Did you... Did you follow all those steps? You, you gave it some time, you prayed about it, and ultimately you, let's say you were going to go with A, but you ended up going with B, and that was the right decision that you made. How did you come to that decision? Because I think even whether you made the right decision or the wrong decision, go and reflect on it and learn from that, because then that'll really help you and it'll give you a stepping stone for any future decisions that you have to ultimately make, not only in your professional life, but also in your personal life. 
Okay, so that is it for the episode. I'd like to remind you to take part in the giveaway. So just go to the description in the podcast, um, which is bit.ly forward slash October 2023 giveaway, or just go to womenoffaithinleadership.com and you can enter there to win access to my new course from Conflict to Collaboration, as well as a one-on-one coaching session with me. All right, I look forward to seeing you all next week where we'll be talking about balancing faith and professionalism. That's going to be on Monday. And then on Wednesday, we'll talk about using your spiritual gifts in the workplace. That is going to be an amazing episode. I'm looking forward to it. Hope you enjoy your weekend. Bye. So much for listening. If this podcast blessed you in some way, the number one way you can thank me is by leaving a review. Your feedback means the world to me and lights me up every single time when I read it. And it makes me want to keep going. So please leave a review and your review will also help other Christian women in leadership find the answers they are looking for. So whether you're on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, scroll down to the review section and leave that review. Then head over to womenoffaithinleadership.com and join our free Facebook community and I look forward to engaging with you there.